Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is AFL Round 22 all wrapped up. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Brenton, you got a highlight of the week past. Well, it was a massive fight card for UFC, whatever the fuck number it was. It's always good when there's a heavyweight title fight headlining the card. Exactly. It feels special, doesn't it? And I did see, who was it? Oh, it was um, Mirko Krokop, who came out and said, <laughs> everyone talks about being the pound-for-bound best fighter, you know. I'm weigh, I weigh 130 pounds, but I'm the pound for bound best. He's like, mate, you get your ass kicked by any bouncer, any any club on a weekend. This is why the heavyweight vision has prestige. He makes a point. Yeah. What, what did he call it? He said the, it's the king or something like that. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, heavyweight is king or something like that. Because, you know, we have weight divisions. Yeah. Um, you don't have weight divisions when it comes to running or cycling or, yeah. you know, any other uh, sports except for fighting yeah. on lifting. Yeah. So anything strength-based. It was funny that Henry Cejudo coming out saying he's the intergender champion. Start challenging <laughs> the, the females of the same weight division. Old Andy Kaufman, way yep, to go. Exactly. Uh, but Nate Diaz, who's... who's Colby he's, Covington's pissed off he didn't think of it first. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, Nate Diaz came back after three years. His last fight was Connor. Um, and really touched up Anthony Pettis, which yeah. was, I mean, not surprising, but still, it's a fucking good effort. And anyway, after the fight, calls out uh, Jorge Masvidal, but not just, he's actually, in his press conference, he came out and said that he wants someone to create a belt just for him, well, not just for him, but that he would be the inaugural champion of, of the OG motherfucking gangster belt. (laughs) So he's like, I don't care about these people who've had four fights, got their title shot, they win, they'll lose next week against someone else, and then they'll lose next week against someone else. He's like, there's some gangsters been doing this shit for a long time. I'm one of them, Mazadal's one of them, so we're going to fight for the original gangster motherfucker belt. So it's yeah, the million- it feels good to be a gangster. Yeah, doesn't it? He's invented the million-dollar DBRC belt. Essentially, yeah. Put a hardcore um, strain on it. And to be fair, I'm more excited about that belt than the actual 170 belt. Well, yeah. Because yeah. the UFC's taught us don't, belts don't mean a thing. Yeah, like, here's exactly. another interim title. Here's an interim title. We're yeah. taking the title off him. There's an interim title. Yeah. Um, good. You know. And he said that, uh, that's right, the only other gangster out there was GSP. So he's like, I'll fight Masvidal. Nick will fight GSP. We've got ourselves a card there. <laughs> Fuck, it doesn't matter what's on the undercard. Absolutely not. Uh, but I'll, I'm down for it. Yeah, as long as they put BJ Pound on the card, he's done. Put him in the past. <laughs> Josh, you got a highlight of the week past? I mean, it, it is kind of hard to go past um, all the sporting events, but for me, it was uh, Steve Smith. How fucking tough is that lad? Oh, I, Jesus. I was staying up late watching. I actually stayed up and watched um, that whole um, sequence uh, go no, yeah. on. Yeah. Jesus was great watching. It was- I thought he's dead. Yeah, I did too. It yeah. looked horrible, but Jesus was good bowling, though. <laughs> Fucking hating for it, good it bowling, but Jesus yeah. was great. Yeah, really bowling. I tell you what, though, um, when he came back out and the the pommies booed him, I thought that was fucking poor form. To be but- fair, to be fair, it was less than one percent of the crowd. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I must have watched a different news highlight because I heard lots of cheers. So I guess yeah. they dubbed that over. But I don't give a fuck. They, they boo when he comes back out. They yeah. give a shit. Well, he didn't give a shit either. He fucking went out yeah. and went the tonk. I was gonna say second ball. He, he went uh, for the uh, the big slog, um, but he did not look right. Yeah, he, came he looked pissed off, which um, yep. to me, he's probably, he's not one of those batters that's more effective when he's pissed off. Warner is. <laughs> yeah. Warner's angry all the fucking time anyway. Um, but it was also, you just see, he, he started getting a bit of the chat on. Yep. And he, he's gone to Joffrey, like, mate, we're going to put balls up your ass. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, obviously it got rained out for a bit. And then uh, England declared at uh, Forfa. <laughs> yeah, good. I think that it was a really good declaration, actually, because yeah. they Australia needed about through. Australia needed about two fifty, I think, which yeah. wasn't really doable in two no, sessions. No, but it could be if they wanted to try. 
Yeah. It, it wasn't yeah. doable, but it's like, well, mate, if you want to go for five and over, yeah, yeah you can try, mate. You I can try. It, I think it was beyond what they could aim for aggressively. Yeah. But, yeah. They uh, had to go stupid to get it. Yeah. And when you're already one up in a series, you're not going to do that. Yeah. But you've got to dangle that carrot out there. Though. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they went a couple of overs too long. I think had it been about two twenty, it would have been uh, maybe a result. Yeah, but two twenty is probably gettable. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's just on the the side of gettable Cusp. where teams yeah. have to really have a crack. Um, Australia wouldn't have got it the way they batted. No, but no. maybe they would have batted differently. Who knows? But, but old uh, Shanks comes in and scores fifty. Yeah, that's not a bad yeah. effort. It's a good way to put your, your name in the hat for yeah. the next section selection. Yeah, I mean, would you recognise him walking down the street? I wouldn't recognise most of the team walking <laughs> down the street. Well, it depends. If he had the you know the kid on with the number and his name on the back, I probably would. Yeah. yeah. I would say, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> we need you right now. No, for me, it was uh, Steve Smith. The guys, you know, people throw around the comparisons of Brabham or whatever. He's the closest they've come. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, statistically he's like second best, isn't he? I think he's yeah. averaging in the 60s or thereabouts. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a, a fairly decent effort. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's no 99.94, but uh, it's as close as we're getting. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's um, really brought alive test cricket, too. I, I saw, I could have been Harsher Bogle, I'm not sure, on Twitter, and he said, uh, The Ashes has brought test cricket back to life. It's up to you, the rest of the world now to yeah. carry it on. The yeah. Ashes are the only reason for test cricket. It's going close. Basically, yeah. Going dangerously close. I mean, when Australia plays. Sri Lanka, uh, Pakistan. Well, India's still a big game. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and cricket. New Zealand a bit, but, you know, are you going to... Only a bit. Yeah, like if it's Boxing Day test, New Zealand, you're like, eh. I think we play it in winter, Monday to Friday, footy on the weekends. <laughs> yeah, there yeah, we go. It could work. Oh, could be some. Play it under the roof. Yeah, we'll make it just one innings each, so that way, you know, you, you just make it like, you know, 100... 100 overs, 200 overs, whatever it is. Fair many fit in, you know, two no. and a half days. And, um, yeah, so that way you got some rain uh, leeway there. Well, you do it like we used to do cricket back in uh, Broken Hill. You have one innings on the one weekend, and yeah. then the other innings next weekend. Yeah. Now, see, everyone takes off um, Easter weekend anyway, like and a couple of days before, because you get, you know, a, yeah, a five-day weekend then. Yeah. So just run it that weekend, and then... Segues into the Friday, Good Friday footy. Oh, I mean, like Off every week, Monday to Friday. They get two-week <laughs> games. Yeah. yeah, there you go. We should be able to find five days within two weeks. I'm sure Betty is he'd be happy with that, and the Pakistan cricket team. Yeah. All right, let's get into the footy, and uh, a bit unique this week, because we start off with the Swans game, and the Swans game means we go to Steve from Twitter. So, oh, that's right, yep. So Steve from Twitter, what's his questions this week? I love how we've highlights the week and straight into uh, not not football, not, not football. games. It's good because well, uh, yeah. you all know what happened in the games. Um, so who are your favourite commentators? Uh, one play-by-play, two analysts. And throw in some worse there if you like as well. I, I feel like picking the worst is a bit like shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah. Uh, yep. On any given day, it, any of them can annoy the shit yep. out of Any kind of says, got to lower your eyes more, I want to punch in the face. Yeah. Sick of that one, you can retire that. Right. I love Lingy as a person, but <sighs> every time I hear, oh, he's just brilliant, he's just brilliant. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Spot on. Yeah, yeah spot, spot on. on yeah. Das, yeah. yeah. Oh, here's a, here's a fucking obvious point. Yeah. And you're like, oh, mate. I always, I always feel sorry for him because if I was him, I would have taken the job as well. And like, <laughs> well, what else going to do? You can't begrudge the bloke for. What was funny was yeah, I remember yeah. when he retired, everyone said, oh, he's a senior coach in waiting. Senior coach in waiting. Is he? I fucking wish. Yeah. 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 I'd take that. Yeah. Uh, um, look, I reckon we're going to have consensus on who the best one is. Yeah. Um, and that's Anthony Hudson by yeah, a yeah, mile. It's got to be Hutto. Um, uh, play by play, he, he's the best by far. Um, Dennis Kometi used to be really, really good. Kometi was good. He's more like a, a like a marquee match intro voice now, isn't he? He, he only, I think he does a couple of WA games. Um, yeah, he does the waffle definitely, right. but I think he does a couple of AFL um, WA games. But uh, I remember when he retired slash retired yeah. from doing the whole. Um, AFL. Yeah. Um, he gave his like five highlights, and I think four of them were waffle games. Right. Yeah. So he's very much a waffle boy. Yeah. But I think the uh, the special comments or the analysts, all of them are hit and miss. Yeah. I'd say one of the best ones is when he does it is probably Lee Matthews. Yeah. Um, he does it less and less these days. Doesn't yeah. He? Yeah. yeah I but last I find time I, I don't mind that. I think yeah. some of the guys like Carey for one. When he has his insightful moments, they're fucking great. When he has his just what the fuck are you on about moments? Yeah. You're just like, mate, what are you doing? And Dermot Barron's the same. Uh, yes, Dermot can... He, he has an insightful point. 
and then he'll he'll just yeah. you know, let you know about it for the next six, seven to eight minutes. Yeah, that's for sure. Like, there's, yeah. I mean, he obviously knows what he's talking about, but he just doesn't need to talk that often because it gets yeah. into the. I don't know what I'm talking about territory. Keep it short and sweet, champ. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't mind Dunstall because I think Dunstall, um, but he doesn't do anything flashy or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. He's, oh, he's, he's what you got to do. Yeah. Um, keeps it simple. I find a lot of the other analysis um, is a lot of, all right, here's a play that happened. Um, all right, let's make it up what they were doing. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, spot and on there, Heath. See, what he's going to do is, uh, <laughs> thanks, Dars. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's going to make space here. I'm like, no. That's where the ball went. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. he had to run there. Yeah, <laughs> that's a miss kick. And that, that's anyway. just this just goes to show that I, I don't think that X player is necessarily the best analyst of the game. No, um, I think CTE is a real thing in <laughs> AFL as well. Um, and the best players are the ones actually, that get hit the most because they got the ball. You know, actually, now that we think about it, I've been listening um, to some of the podcasts um, for. A tri- I like listening to the Triple M ones yeah. because they upload them. You know, the day after they play, so I, I've got more mm. footy to listen to during the week. Yeah, Chris Judd says some very clever things during the game. Yeah, um, and one of the best ones was uh, in the last couple of weeks. You know, Geelong have been up and down, up and down, up. And down yep. and they're saying that they Geelong like they're waiting for the other team to lose and I'm like that's exactly yeah. what they're doing they're, yeah. they're waiting yeah. for mistakes yeah. and stuff. I'm like that's spot on yeah. every now and then they're he, a counter puncher yeah, yeah and he's not a good um, voice to Bloke. listen to Juddy um, oh, but yeah. when he has those insightful stuff you go okay yep I got you now Yeah. Um, and a lot of times the other analysts uh, usually the veteran players that are still playing Yeah. like um, when Luke Hodge is on commentary it yeah. is brilliant Yeah. and Phil Davis is really, really good. Never listened to Phil Davis before. I do think backmen in particular are better at that because they have to read the the opposition player. Um, It's one thing to be a forward and they're kicking to you, but when you're a backman, you have to predict what's going to happen so well. Yeah, you're always reactive. Yeah, you have to judge, all right, well, their wings are coming up quicker now, so they're probably going to go wide, so I'm going to try and intercept that or whatever. So I'm just backman are smarter. And um, we're going... You had me there. <laughs> it's, it's a low level. <laughs> like, the benchmark is Ruckman and forwards. It's I mean, very true, yeah. Um, yeah. But I know it's going back three years ago now, but the best um, analyst on the game was the time they mic'd up Hodgie during the Adelaide game. Uh, during the actual match, yeah. yeah. Uh, there hasn't been better analysts of a game um, since then. Yeah. And that was three or four years ago now. And I think they should get rid of the tracker. I don't care where people are going. I want to hear what they're saying. Yeah. Like, make everyone wear the, wear the mic and just pick your best. Yeah. On the on the flip side, the uh, ump cam, I'm not big on. Like, I like the idea, but just the way it works, it, it's like a shaky cam yeah. movie. Yeah, that's delayed by three seconds. Yeah, and it's just weird. And it's not for in game. It just yeah. it doesn't work for live footage. I mean, no, I think it's one of those ones where if you had one of those um, multi angle TV channels or whatever, yeah. maybe it'd be fun. You just zoom in a bit, but. It it ain't something you spend a lot of time on. No, the delay doesn't make it worth it. And it looks like they're wearing a bra. All right, well, let's uh, get into the actual game. Melbourne versus Sydney. It was trash. Nobody cared. Um, do we need to say more? Uh, well, I don't know. It, it's just... Uh, we just saw Ross the Boss getting dumped today. Uh, surely the, the burn's got to be on Goodwin. Like, I know um, this is the, uh, one bad season what's been a build, but it's been a fucking bad season. Well, they signed into an extension before round one. and I don't know how many times I've said it, but that is a dumb idea. It's always a terrible idea. Um, and it's worked out... Oh, it, it could not have predicted it'd go this bad yeah no but, I, I we all had them playing finals uh yeah up there in the finals too i think we had them four i think two of them had us had them in the top four and i reckon i was one of those who are we talking about melbourne oh, okay uh swans kicked 95 points at the mcg um i didn't realize from until i watched the broadcast that swans had the youngest list going in the AFL. Yeah, yeah all their old players are not playing done yeah they're they're, <laughs> they're, 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 they're st kilda <laughs> <laughs> well Hannery, yes but they've got four retirees this year yeah and, um let's see if i can get them smith jack um uh smith jack grundy and mcveigh yeah you know and there's probably close to a thousand games of experience plus buddies sitting in the stand on 299 yeah so all their senior leaders are out yeah which I think that they've recruited well, so they've actually got a good crossover period where they've run the seniors out, they're done, yeah. and they're not actually in bad stead with the team they got. I think they've been playing you know, for, for who they have and the way they're realist, realistically at is actually quite good. Well, they're a bottom four side. Hmm. Yeah. But you go, yeah, but we can understand. But they've got to see where they're going, yeah. yeah. I, I do like how Buddy's holding off his 300th. It's like when you're, you're playing a game and you're about to level up, but you hold back. <laughs> so you're like, no, no, I want to level up here. So that means for next season, I've got the morale boost. But he's just edging. Well, I, <laughs> well, there is, like, it looks like he might play this week, but I hope he doesn't because uh, 
I mean, I think they play the Saints at the SCG this week. But if he doesn't play, obviously he goes yeah. next year. And they're going to go, mate, who do you want to play in round one because that's your 300th? It's going to be Hawthorne. Yeah, yeah. And I'll take Hawthorne, Sydney for a buddy's 300th any day. Because you can guarantee there's going to be a lot of Hawks supporters there and they'll forget the booing for one night. Well, how many farewell games have you been to this year? Because if he slots it in <laughs> this year, maybe that could really round out the trifecta. I, I don't think I'm going to go up to Sydney um, oh, to, to watch right. this one. thought it might have been at uh, Eddie Head. No. But, um, so Melbourne, what's the deal with them? Uh, did they... Get smashed in clearance in this game? They got smashed everywhere. But um, except for uh, hitouts, right? Yeah, well, Gorn won hitouts, and I think they lost clearances. Alir Alir didn't do a bad job. They actually won inside 50s by 10. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're terrible. Their, their forward line sucks. Their delivery in forward 50 yeah, sucks. Yeah, their, their midfielders are playing a different game. Their yeah. backmen suck. Like they're, You've got three team plans, and no one seems to know what they are. 57 hitouts to 19. Yeah. Well, that is insane. Ali is not a ruckman, and you know, right. and neither is Sam Reed. And the Swans don't want to play either of them in the ruck, but they've yeah. got no bloody choice. Well, the, yeah. the, the first, second, and third stringers are all injured. Yeah, the deciding factor though isn't hitouts; it's clearances. Yeah, like, hitouts are great, but if you're not hitting to your your rucks, or your rovers, you're not really rucking. Well, you know what I mean? And yeah. whether that's yeah. Gorn's fault because he's just whacking it. Or whether the mids are just not fucking listening to where he's going to hit it, I don't know. But well, I'll admit I didn't watch all the game, but I don't think it's either of those. I think it's the way they set up because they yeah. go right. Well, they've got Parker and they've got Kennedy. We better look after them. I'm like, no, they better look after you. Yeah, we've got yeah. Gone. Like they were playing defensive um, at those clearances, which means you're trying to not lose. Um, you've got the best ruckman there. They haven't got one. Yeah, you, you know, Viney and uh, Oliver should be in his ear. And goes, mate, you're going to put it at six. At six, yeah. You know, I'm going to get there at full pace, and there's nothing they can say or do about. It's it. like playing dodgeball, and you get to start with the ball. Yeah, you call yeah. the shots. Yeah. Exactly. What's frustrating to me though is that Gorn has to then do everything himself. Like he's one of the few ruckmen that I think has more kicks than handballs. Yeah, yeah. And he's not a good. He, he's not a great kick. No, no. no. That's part of the problem. He bangs it out of the the middle and ends up getting intercepted at the you know 50 meter line or whatever it is. Rebounds back, and then they're on the defensive again. Yeah, well, anyway. Melbourne scoreless for, you know, quarters two... Uh, sorry, goalless for the middle two quarters. Yep. And uh, uh, Jordan Lewis uh, announced today he was finishing up too, didn't he? Yeah, and I think he's known yeah. it for a while, but uh, by, uh, Ruffy announced his retirement last week, so I, I fully believe Jordan's gone, well, that's his. I'm yeah. not saying a word. Well, I did see for Roughhead's uh, game as well. We'll get on to that, but yeah. uh, the team is together. But um, oh, Lewis... Didn't really have a great game, but he didn't have a bad one. He's been he's been a role player this year, and he's played some VFL as well. It's mm. it, he's one of those. I saw somebody else say it today that um, he's probably played one year too many, but a bloke with his record gets to have that. Like he gets to call his own yeah. time. But you're paying for his intellectual capital as well, exactly, and that's why he's there for Jake Lever. There, you want him to be the next Jordan Lewis, essentially, oh, and just the professionalism around the club needed to be lifted. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Um, but you know, they've got. Uh, value for money about it, uh, out of him. He's, Absolutely, I agree. He definitely has not uh, been a negative on the squad. Uh, they paid unders for him, clearly. Yeah, yeah. But um, having said that, there's been plenty of people who've delivered unders as well. Yeah, so, yeah. Mm. let right. take that. On to the next game. Uh, St Kilda Carlton, nobody picked this to be an absolute boiler of a game. It was no. great footy to watch. Um, we said last week, uh, you know, they better put something on in the first quarter because everyone's going to switch over. Yep. I was watching this game. I kept watching it because it was close. It was fierce. Um, even when the you know first versus two started halfway through, I yep. was still all right. I want to go back to this game. I'll, I'll wait for the other one. Yeah, brilliant footy. You had to switch back and forth at one stage. Yeah, though. it was brilliant. <laughs> this is where you cancel your Fox subscription. Just get the K subscription. You can get <laughs> side by side. Just no, do it. No, I had one on the TV, one on my phone. Oh, perfect, perfect. Uh, but yeah, I'd like I was in the boat that switched over and sort of was following in the bottom corner. But I was like, ah, oh, but it's still. Carlton St. Kilda's could just be shit. <laughs> no, it was um, good footy. It so was yeah, tough footy. So once I put it on a split screen, I was like, actually, this is pretty good. So I just swapped back between uh, commentary, basically. Yeah. Uh, all commentators were shit. Um, <laughs> but it's really surprising that uh, Carlton have got resilience now, which yep. is something that they lacked in the last couple of seasons. Because you always had the excuse they're young, so they can't run out a full game. Now they've got resilience. They can actually get battered and figure out a way to come back. Yeah. Uh, well, composure, obviously, is a big point of that. And that comes from leadership, and it seems like they're breeding their own leadership. They don't need to um, recruit it in. They've yeah. got people there with a good system in place. Um, have they confirmed coach yet? Yeah, yeah. Teague yeah, signed on during the week. And like, it'd be absolutely crazy not to. Yeah. I don't know if they were just trying to push down his price or something, but... Well, I, again, I was listening to Juddy because uh, he was on the selection committee, yeah. um, and he's a board member there. And he said, look, it 
became that it was we couldn't look past him. Of course, right. yeah. yeah. And they said we interviewed so and so and this person that person. And he was great in his uh, interviews and stuff like that. The loss to West Coast, yep. where they had a lot of the key players out. I think even Cripps was out that game, and they pushed West Coast. Yeah. And they went, that was that was nearly the one that yep. made us think, oh no, we we have to. Yeah, yeah. He's got the runs on the board, and the fact that he got a standing ovation at their, I think one of their nineteen seventies uh, premiership um, reunions. Yeah, right. When he got introduced, he got a standing ovation. I'm like, well, guys, yeah, that's been made, hasn't it? Yeah. Did- Really? That's honestly very shocking. Yeah, yeah. They were, they were sober enough to stand up, or no, <laughs> that too. But um, Teague obviously played for Carlton, but um, not for a, a long period of time or anything. No, no, he's a best and fairest. But is he uh, really? There you go. Yeah, he, he, best and fairest in one of their wooden spoon years. Yeah, all oh, right, pretty fucking cool. I think But was, still, I think that was under Dennis Pagan. It could and, have been uh, even. He just brought along Teague, Mick Martin, and Corey McKernan to try and get him. <laughs> just to do, yeah. the, do like his a, old mates as favour. Luckily, I learned from that mistake. <laughs> yeah. Here's some things about Mickey Martin. I'll tell you about it later. Um, well, I have nothing bad said about my mate Mick. Um, but uh, the deciding goal or the, the the final goal with Harry Mackay, yeah. left foot around the corner on the 50, and the camera was in the perfect spot. That's just absolutely yeah. beautiful. And it got one of the nominations for goals of the week too. Just when you do that, you go, nah, you're not losing today. Yeah. Um, I feel a bit bad for uh, Jack Steele though. He had a fucking belter of a game. Like uh, 12 contested possessions, 14 tackles. He's fucking put it on the line, hasn't he? He only got 20 touches, yeah. but... 14 tackles is a lot, but it does say you haven't got the ball too though. Mm. But it says he's hungry. And yeah. so many midfielders aren't these days. They're one-way runners. So when you've got someone who's willing to you know, get in and get the hard ball like that... Just love to see, especially a bloke who struggled with uh, his own demons. Yep, um, and may very well be <laughs> leaving for greener pastures at the end of the season. That's Stephen, not Steele. Oh, yep. Steele. Well, you never know what St Kilda might be leaving to, <laughs> uh, especially if they decide to put on Ross the boss. Um, I thought Mitch McGovern's showing that he's got some hunger. Uh, still, at times, eh, maybe a little bit misplaced, like yeah. going for a screamer on the goal line yep. when your mates had a shot. Yep, and <laughs> touched it right. Yeah, touched yeah. it through. Yep. Um, but uh, big Levi's took some uh, big grabs, especially mm. late in the game um, yep. when they needed uh, some settling down. Um, you know, master move this year of putting him down back because he can't well, kick straight. So yeah, well, we've yeah. just been saying do it for the last three fucking years. Could have could have added a couple of years to Travis Cloak's uh, career if they did that. Yep. Yeah. Um, Nick Newman actually. 21 touches, 90% disposal efficiency. Fucking handy. Damn. And not the first time this year you'd say that about him either. He's, he's done all right. He's been clean. He's not a massive ball gatherer, but he's yeah. effective. Which, you know, I'll take a bloke with 21 effective touches over yep. a bloke with 30 where half of them go opposition. Yeah. Good, honest yeah. worker. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that at all. No, every team needs him. Yeah. Did, um, did, sorry, I'll take him on. Did Daisy announce his retirement this week or last yeah, week? Yeah, this week. I think it was yeah. announced for him. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, it was. They said, yeah. you haven't got a contract. And, he, and oh, I like that they... Like he, when he went out and announced, he said, "Look, this is what's happened." Yeah, I wanted to play on. They said no, so I'm retiring. Done exactly. Good, perfect. That's like, what I love to hear. But you don't need to you know, dress it up or anything yeah, like that. Exactly. Do you reckon you have Gold Coast to call and said, "Hey guys," and they're like, "Nah." Like, <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> um, but he again, he played well too, and he's had a good year. Um, and he's one of the few players that I think ever has come over from Collingwood. And he's now getting cheered as a yeah, Carlton supporter. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he's getting the uh, the farewell cheers in this game as well. Every time he touched the ball, and every time he did, he did something good with it. Yep. Well, yeah, he's probably the only player on the Carlton list that remembers what a premiership's like too. Oh, let's see. I'll go through my head. I don't reckon any of the others. No, not many of them played finals, let alone flags. Actually, I think you're right. Yeah, and haven't even played it, finals. He'd have to be, the only there one. be. I mean, McGovern. No, McGovern didn't even play in a grand final. Didn't he? No, because no. he was at Adelaide, but he got injured. Oh, he did too. That's right. He got injured in uh, prelim week. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the closest would be uh, Walsh playing for Vic Metro or whatever it was. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about Walsh and the Red Ings. <laughs> all right. A little bit of technical difficulty. We're fo- floating in and out here. But anyway, we'll, we'll press on. Uh, Brisbane and the Cats up at the Gabba. Fuck, what a Ooh. game. It's, it's, what a game. It's up there for game of the year, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, well, the f- funny part is, you would have said game of the year, but then... Jeez, you can make an argument it's not a game of the round. There are other contenders, exactly. It was just such a, like, I don't know. It was a game that had, it was all about momentum. Like, the momentum swung, like, left and right, left and right, until, obviously, Brisbane, who one of the weaknesses had been not finishing out four quarters until this year, all of a sudden they're fourth quarter specialists and just come alive. Uh, and especially, obviously, taking a hanger in the, in the goal square. The last seconds. Uh, studs down, apparently. It was. <laughs> uh, 
I still haven't seen. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Still haven't seen VAR on that one, but you know. Well, Lincoln McCarthy taking a screamer in his fiftieth game against his old club. Yeah, that, yeah. that delisted him. That well, got rid of him. Yeah, certainly. Um, I think they traded him for a packet of chips um, to go up to Brizzy. Um, and of course, the miracle on grass a few years ago was mm. uh, Ash McGrath in his 200th kicking yeah. a goal after the siren. This is Lincoln McCarthy in his 50th kicking a goal eh, a minute before the siren. Yeah, so not a bad effort. No, <laughs> but uh, Charlie Cameron is probably going to be one of the first names put on the All Australian board oh, this didn't year. Didn't have much impact, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> According to Chris Scott, he, he, he slightly misworded himself there, didn't he? He fucked like he kicked five two as a small forward, and I think he's sitting about third or fourth on the Coleman. He's up there, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think Chris Scott even gave him three votes in the coaches' votes. <laughs> but you kind of fucking have to, don't you? Well, which is five four three two one, and he gave him three, so didn't have much oh, impact. Right. I think he he misspoke a little bit and was probably a little bit shitty too. Yeah, <laughs> probably he game. wasn't the difference. Or yeah. he, he didn't cost us the win. And the other thing is, I disagree. I think he did. He mm-hmm. was the difference. I think he was brilliant. Yep. Um, he's obviously going to get compared to Eddie Betts a lot, not only just because he's uh, an Aboriginal lad that played down at uh, Adelaide, yeah. but he is a different player because he is such a good lead-up um, forward. Yeah. A, yeah, He could play genuine full forward, and does quite often, but he's also so quick and sneaky. with a mm. one fine space, yeah. Such a good, dangerous player that you've got to worry about him every week. And I think Brit- that's fair. I think Eddie Betts, he relies on the ground ball, which uh, around the tall temper he's got is fair. But uh, Charlie Cameron can do it all. Like He's faster. Uh, and, and he's unbelievable to watch. Just when you see him take off his acceleration, his first step speed is just brilliant. And Dangerfield obviously had another amazing game. Um, it looked like he was going to be the difference himself for a while there. He was trying to do it all himself um, for a lot of it there. But um, I know it's a bit of a broken record to say about Danger, but he wastes his kicks a lot. He does, yeah. You know, he's got a 55-blast kick. Yeah. And that's sort of, you know, sometimes pull another club out of the bag. Yeah, I think that's actually one of the things that Ablett has learnt. He doesn't just mm. bomb those kicks forward now. He has time uh, and skill around him where he doesn't have to. Yeah, because every time he tries to put a torp in, he does a hammy. Well, yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, so and I found el- his, compo- yeah, his composure <laughs> was a real uh, factor in how they got their way out of, of uh, congestion, especially in the contest. Um, so, yeah. I was, thought this game was oh, not even game of the round, but yeah. <laughs> it, was, it but, was a good finish. Yeah, but even you look at that now. I'm looking at the stats here. Ablett had less than 50% disposal efficiency. Did he really? Very weird for him. It is weird. Yeah, a few of that. But um, mind you, who the fuck knows how they determine disposal efficiency anyway? Yeah, it can some, be a bit arbitrary at times. Yeah, some blokes uh, kick a 20 metre to the boundary, dribbles out. It's exactly what you need, but uh, it gets a negative, whereas other blokes yeah. kick seven yeah. metres long to an opposition player, and it's... You know, it's counter because it's long. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, absolutely cracking. It's great to see Brisbane on top of the ladder as well. Yeah. Um, so, are they a game ahead or are they percentage? Uh, percentage. Right. No, no, no. Sorry, change that. They're a game ahead because okay. Geelong have got an amazing percentage. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what it does mean is obviously Lions are going to have uh, two finals. Uh, I think at the Gabatoire. Yeah, likely uh, they could drop below second, um, mm. but they are going to have a home final. Yeah. Um, and they got more to this game on a Saturday afternoon than at the uh, marquee Friday night game for the Brisbane Broncos. Amazing so, crowd there. Like, amazing crowd. That's sold yeah. out early as well. Yep. And, and they were hostile. Which yeah. is, it's fair. Passionate. Yeah. Good. Um, and a lot of people, you know, going on about bandwagoners, but, you know, I've changed my tune a little bit. I'm like, fuck it. Bandwagon on. Yeah, exactly. I've got Especially no problem bandwagon. It's bums yeah. on seats. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I was a bandwagoner. You know? Yeah. And still are. Look, make your team earn it. Don't just be throwing your lows in time. Any, any shit, cunt. Like, this yeah. is all bullshit. This is how they tell you, like, players got to be loyal. Fuck yeah. that shit. Do the make, method. Make them earn your money. Buy the membership. They're microwave the motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, I'm a, I was a bandwagon from 31 years ago. I mean, it's got to start somewhere, doesn't it? Yeah. And I, I jumped off many bandwagons. <laughs> all of them successful. And landed on the target train. <laughs> the Nathan Buckley of supporters. Let's just basically find out. All right. Um, West Coast. What a, what a flag. You dodged the Saints, though. Saints. I did dodge the Saints. Uh, no, it was Saints. For, no, it wasn't. No, it was Swans. You had the Swans, Swans for a bit. Swans for a little bit. But no, yeah, right, so that's two flags there. I never jumped on Hawthorne. Right. Um, there was... Was there a Bulldogs? The Bulldogs, Bulldogs. Bulldogs were my first one. Right. Very first team. There you go. Um, they won a flag before Tigers. So that counts, too. It's, Just, uh, yeah. Premiership gone missing. Yeah. Um, and West Coast... Uh, yeah, Bulldogs North, uh, maybe a little bit of St Kilda in there. 
Yeah. The, the target man on the Tigers. There you go. But you got the joy in the end. There it is. Oh, because of, of Matthew Richardson, actually. <laughs> yeah. Playing a forward flank with long hair, taking hangers. You're the last one of us to get a flag for your team, so. Which is very true. Yeah. Pull, pull your fucking socks Pro- up. Probably going to be the next one, too. Yeah, because yeah. so, well, you got four, I got two. <laughs> <laughs> what, since I've been alive? No, uh, about nine. Yeah, you're oh, right. Yeah, about there. So about eight. Yeah. Well, no, 88 from there on, so seven. Um, all right, uh, but better than our uncles who were Bulldog supporters who had to wait 50 <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, on to the Crows and Collingwood. Um, wow. wow. Let's be honest, though. How hard was this one to tip? <laughs> we we, we got- knew this was a possible outcome, but the scores could have been reversed, and yeah. you'd be like, yep. Yeah, I saw that coming, yeah. Um, I... I've started tipping silly because I had to, and I was four behind. Yeah, I think I went over on Saturday, yeah. um, and I got four for the round. Shit. No, I must have picked Same. one on Saturday, and I, I went well on Sunday. But I got I got seven for the round. I need twelve in the last round. <laughs> Time to play your Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need five. Not going to happen. No. But anyway, um, at times uh, watching Collingwood, it it looked like a canter. It looked like training runs. Yeah, I, I stopped watching. I was like, yeah, Adelaide, uh, I can't even... The joy's gone. I'm watching Adelaide be shit now. Yeah. Like, from, from the grand final, I'm over it. I'm done. So, and, I'm ready just for a good contest. And the fact that you know that Collingwood supporters are enjoying it... Well, exactly. Well, ...takes right. away yeah. from my enjoyment. And yeah. also the part that Port Adelaide supporters would have enjoyed it. <laughs> for 24 well, hours. Well, well, for <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's uh, very funny, uh, that one, for a, uh, not 24 hours, but yeah. about, about four hours. Yeah, about four hours. That was hilarious seeing Collingwood back in the top four for a brief little moment. A, a little moment. Yeah. Um, but they just, uh, Jamie Elliott, um, Will Hoskin, um, yeah. he, he runs all day. Oh, if Elliott play like that every week, then yeah. be adding a star, but he won't play like that for another three weeks. <laughs> well, they've still got, like, Dugowie might come back in this week, or they yep. might just lay him off until finals, mm. and then Stevens. Uh, Stevenson comes back in during finals. Yep. They're still dangerous. Exactly. How's yeah. Daniel Wells travelling? <laughs> oh, I think he's still By mobility paid. scooter. That's how he's travelling. Oh, no. I'd still take him back. I love the bloke. Yeah. I mean, not, not for money, but... Uh, he hasn't announced his retirement yet either. But, you know, Collingwood are in finals, so... I like yep. he's, he's holding out hope. I mean, you never know, though. You never know your luck. He, it could, uh, he could be a one that uh, happens to be right at the right time, it, plays a good two quarters, and then falls off, but uh, whatever. There's an old story with... Uh, in the wrestling, um, I don't know if you remember Haku, no. one of the head shrinkers, so yeah, uh, right. uh, Tongan uh, fella, yeah. who uh, Meng the merciless Tongan or Samoan. Yeah, yeah no, nah, he was Tongan. What was he? Okay. Um, but uh, anyway, he was a legitimate badass. Like everyone knew. Nah. Um, Jake the Snake. I know I've told this yeah. story. He said once, if I had a gun and a tank, and it was me versus him, I would get out of the tank and shoot myself because <laughs> I wouldn't want to piss him off. <laughs> anyway, apparently uh, when he was at WCW, they they fired him. But yep. nobody told him for two years. Oh, wow. And they kept paying him. Oh, of course. nobody wanted to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, maybe Daniel Wells is like that. They've actually tried to fire him for two years, but he's, you know he's a secret badass. Lindsay Thomas keeps getting the letters. All right, let's move on to North versus Port Adelaide. Um, South Australia did not have a good day. Now, uh, one thing I want to talk about, Josh, 10 years, is uh, sorry, 10 goals, it's been 20 years Uh, Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Benny Brown wasn't in the best three North Melbourne players on the night. <laughs> I mean, it, it's hard to say because you kicked 10. You kicked 10. And it's a, a season high. Uh, yeah. When was the last time someone kicked 10 in a match? Like Last year. Jack Rewatt, yeah, last year. Too, yeah. um, so it, it's a one in a season thing at the moment. Yeah. But I, I think you're right. I mean... Right. Goldstein was best on ground by head and shoulders. That's the best Literally, game I've when, seen him play in his career. And it's not just uh, him giving a touch-up to a rookie. He was giving a touch-up to an all-Australian level ruckman. Oh, yeah, well, Paddy Ryder, who's a little bit out of, He's out off, of sorts. off these days. Yeah. But, uh, and, and a young lad. Um, but they went in with two ruckmen versus one. 
and he gave an absolute fucking up. belting. Yep. And, um, and he put most of their midfielders to shame. He didn't win the hitouts, I don't think, but uh, he made them look fucking dumb around the ground. If he didn't win hitouts, he won hitouts to advantage. I'll guarantee yep. it. Uh, and I think he got about six clearances on his own fucking boot. Yeah. Which, uh, including a goal. Yeah, and uh, that ruck work to get the goal was just, fuck off, Paddy. I got this. Snap. Done yeah. it. And if you can get a ruckman that has that weapon, uh, Jesus fucking good. Yeah. Look, uh, 34 touches going at 88%. Yeah, that's... That's a good. That's a midfielder. If Dusty Martin walked away with that, you go shit. He's had a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as as always, uh, contract times up. So Goldie decided <laughs> I'm going to pull one out of here. Absolutely. Because um, there was talk uh, about him going to Gold Coast, about him going to St Kilda. St Kilda. Right Swans. now you're thinking, look, mate, whatever he's asking, just uh, just fucking sort that out, pay that. Because um, fuck well, me, if if he's not, I, if that's not the best game for a ruckman this year, I want to see the best. Yes. Yeah, there's yep. some. Granted, Gorn and Grundy have had better seasons, but yeah. as a game, I think as that's a, the best. Single game, it's the best game of his career. Like he's been yeah. in all Australian yeah. ruckman in other years, he didn't play this good um, against a team that was in the eight at mm, the time. Yeah. Then other blokes will poll votes as well. You've got uh, Cunnington, Cunnington, brilliant. Higgins, Higgins got thirty-eight touches. See, there's my top three. It's um, Goldstein by a mile, and then I had Cunnington and Higgins. And then I go, well, I guess Ben Brown has to go close because he kicked 10. But then also yep. you throw in uh, Jasper Pittard had the best game I've seen him have. He, he was he ducking, dodging. Polek got fend-offs. <laughs> Multiple. <laughs> you, should get, you should get sacked, whoever that was. Paul O'Hearn, though, did fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll happen when you're early out. Um, even Marley Williams. Um, he had some, and uh, Scotty Thompson, um, in the week that uh, he, he announced his retirement as well, well, no, a couple of weeks ago now, um, his ball use is amazing. Um, I've never seen him kick so accurate in, in his life. I'm actually fucking wondering if he's pulled the trigger too soon. Because surely, if if he said, oh, I wouldn't mind uh, finishing up at Gold Coast, St. Kilda, yeah. uh, whatever, they'd be like, well, we're going to fucking talk to him. Yeah, mm. why, wouldn't you? why um, wouldn't you? To be fair, he might go in and just punch a whole bunch of his own players by habit. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, that's the price you pay. Um, you're talking about Goldstein too. Uh, if he's up for contract, you want to sign it this week because they got got uh, Melbourne. Um, yeah. on the weekend and Maxi Gorn you never know so you sign it uh, today or tomorrow um, Goldie oh, that would be my uh, my advice but um, let's talk about Benny Brown um, I reckon eight goals were from set shots as well uh, yeah. I think seven or six because he had yeah. Um, yeah, he had two crumbing goals or, or yeah, and recall. he had one that was a mark that he played on and dribbled through oh yeah that's so there was that um, realistically he had 11 kicks on the day and kicked 10 goals one He's not doing enough, enough, is he? <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> He's not doing anything else. All he did was kick the goals. He did nothing else. But the the thing is, though, one thing that uh, us and every other person who watches football for all time has said, kick a goal, leave the fucker on. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Benny Brown, I think he's one of the few players to actually play 100% of the games, uh, of the game time he, he's leading in several the matches. He's leading the league in uh, game time. Yeah, motherfucker doesn't, doesn't get off. off. But uh, when he's on fire like that, leave the fucker on. And, and, and players start looking for him. The weirdest part to me, though, is Hinkley's gone, oh, yeah, okay, he's doing all right, isn't he? Uh, I don't know, mate. Maybe put someone on him. But what choice did they have, though? They didn't have any. Cause remember, they had two Ruckman. Yeah. Throw both of them back there. <laughs> Fuck it. They weren't stopping Goldstein. Nick Larkey was um, popping up. He kicked uh, four in the first half? Yeah, he kicked the first one, and then uh, got another couple in the second, I think, and yeah. then finished with five for the day, which, for a first-year player, I mean, he's a second-year, technically. Yeah, but, yeah, but first-year playing. Fucking good day out. Yeah. It, it, exactly, it Fuck is. straight, too. Yeah. Yeah, but that's when... Um, I think that's what's hurt Brown earlier in the season. He didn't have Jared Waite there. And to be fair, he didn't have Jared Waite half of the season before either. No. But, um, Those five games a year. <laughs> it's been the problem with Brown's career. Just not enough Jared Waite. <laughs> but to be, well, Jared Waite, mind you, mind you, this season, he'd probably get down 20 times a game for studs up. So. But anything he does during the week, Jared Waite, right now. I play PlayStation. I'm not, I, don't, I can't imagine him having the job. Go, Fuck, what am I doing? Where am I? <laughs> probably. <laughs> Yeah. Am I injured today? Fuck. I imagine he's, he, maybe he's doing the Mike Tyson thing. Like he's got a cannabis farm. He's going to sell it off. <laughs> yeah. I know. It wouldn't surprise me if he was a massive stoner. <laughs> yeah, he's in West Heidelberg. <laughs> got a little factory. <laughs> no, it'd, it'd be this high end shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I reckon right. he, he just walked up to a physio place and goes, oh, I just want to feel like I'm playing yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> I brought my own tape. Just got to be ready for next season. That's all. Finals come around. Just yeah. have it. Got a box, box full of Lastoplast. Just have it. Uh, finals, yeah. walk into physio, ask for ready. Um, all right. It was. Um, it was very watchable, even though the scores um, were were never close. Um, if if anything, North deserved the hundred point margin, but they were they were absolutely cooked by the end of it. Well, it was and just who could blame them? It was a turnaround though, like one goal eight. 
yeah, the week, week before. before. Granted, against Geelong in Geelong, and yeah. which wasn't a belting though; it was just a grind. It was. They got out ground. The uh, the amount of times North handballed behind a running player yeah. was phenomenal. With this one, every time they handballed to a running player, it was in front of them enough yeah. that the player had to accelerate to get the ball. And it, it, when that happens, it looks fucking perfect. Yeah, uh, they could. I don't think one player had a bad day. Oh, except for a Hearn because say, uh, he did an Port, ankle. Port Adelaide uh, Gray was good. Um, Robbie Gray, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although I hadn't, uh, he was part of my same game multi. <laughs> I had uh, Ben Brown to kick more than three, which uh, yeah, he got there in hindsight. <laughs> probably got unders of that. Uh, Nick Larkin to kick more than two, and uh, Sam Gray, to, uh, sorry, Robbie Gray, to have more than twenty touches. And uh, you got close. I think he got nineteen. Yeah, say, um, that's not a good bet because he's going to play out forward. But uh, anyway. Uh, I thought he'd be the only player to, get to uh, actually hunt the ball, but uh, Dockers and Essendon. Now Essendon also had the shocker last week and come out, and the Dockers had the shocker this week, which is disappointing because you know Sandy in uh, uh, Ballantyne's last game, yeah, and they played like t- lackluster. They were well, yeah, this poor. This is uh, what three coach killer games in a row. I mean, not not the Port Adelaide coach killer. We don't want to really talk about that, but um, obviously it ended Ross Lyon's career. Yeah, his last game. Um, oh, not, maybe not his career because he might get picked up again. Uh, um, I'm, I'm not saying he should. No, but there's only one team on the look at the minute. <laughs> I think there's still some wounds there. The I hope they do. I <sighs> might have better chance to get Malcolm Blight in there. I think it would be. I think it would be fucking hilarious if Saint Kilda picked him up. It would be funny. It's like, what have you learned? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. You're fucking. You were looking so nothing. good. You did so well. <laughs> oh. Although there are yeah, whispers. St. Kilda does not pay attention in class, has lots of potential. <laughs> Is it, isn't Nick Revolt, uh, um, yeah, Nick Revolt part of the decision-making process? Yeah, and he loves Rossi. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably say, Nick, uh, maybe sit the fuck down. Mm. <laughs> yeah. um, there were some whispers that uh, Port Adelaide might have had a chat to him as well. But, oh, God. Um, really, though, uh, they, uh, Frio kicked themselves out of this, but um, you've you got to say there's a bit of spirit there from uh, Essendon. Because um, there could have been a sacked coach either way in this game. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you, you'd want to see that out of Essendon because otherwise the media and the fans would just absolutely be debaucherous. <laughs> they would yeah. trash Windy Hill. Um, um, and they had plenty of the ball for you. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, after the, the week that Essendon had before, and I, I would not have surprised. If the scores were reversed, not be surprised if Warsfold was the one walking today. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Still might be, but well, yeah. well, they're guaranteed finals now. Ah, yeah. right. They had 70 more disposals. If you can get that, uh, you should be winning the game. Like, 70 more touches is fucking massive. Mm. But uh, the telling stat is the efficiency. It went 76 to Essendon to 68. Yeah. Under 70 is not good, uh, especially in what was decent conditions. Mm. I mean, great open-air stadium, but still. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, a bit greasy at times, but it wasn't that bad. No, not not bad enough for that. But their efficiency inside 50 was 39, which yeah. is fucking hideous. Yeah. They're wasting and terrible uh, kicking to to the forwards, especially. Yeah, and they fucking smashed the free kicks too, 23 to 9, so they can't <laughs> complain with the arms. <laughs> oh, they, they can. They, they'd be wrong, yeah. but they can. <laughs> I mean, but, yeah, that's a fucking frustrating thing. They had, um, Sandy's obviously his last game, because how the fuck's he getting on a plane? Yeah, but, um, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 58... Uh, hit outs to 17 and 43 clearances to 30. Um, I did like that it was the uh, throwback game for Frio. They wore the yeah. old anchor guernsey and yeah. obviously played like the old Frio as well. But it's become a bit of a thing for the poor old Dockers at the minute that um, I think they played despicable in um, Pav's 350th as well. And it's now become amongst the Fremantle supporters. They remember big games for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Um, that players choking. So. Um, yeah, it's oh. one of those things. Once you know, you get confirmation bias, and it starts to get in the players' heads, yeah. and um, well, like the playing after bye for Geelong kind of thing. Yeah, a little bit maybe. Um, it, it could be more coincidence than anything else. But once you uh, think that there's a hoodoo, then there is one. Yeah, you know I mean? exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's like ring rust. As soon as you're worried about it, it becomes a thing. Yeah. On to the Sunday games. We got the Tigers and the Eagles at the MCG. And I, I went to this game and sitting amongst the uh, the Tiger faithful. It was a steady rain from the second quarter, quarter onwards. Mm. 58,000 to watch a game well, of the rain. See, this was like watching F1. When you get uh, a dry start of the, of the race and you see some drivers yep. fuck off. Yeah. And then it starts to get drizzly. And you're like, oh, if it gets wet, this guy down in 16th with a chance. We, we said all along, the Tigers are the best team in the wet. Yep. Um, in the AFL. However, they started to turn it around in the second quarter before the rain came. Yeah. But once it came, I, I, I knew. That, nah, they'll get them eventually. But again, I think that's part of the, in their heads. They're like, geez, it's looking like it's going to rain. Mm. 
Yeah. Oh, there's a yeah. Bit of, and they'd have the report, obviously. They'd be like, oh, BOM says uh, fucking clouds are coming in. They'll yeah. be here in about 10 minutes. Like, all right, boys, this is our fucking day now. Well, that, that's how you knew it. And the thing is, with it was a very close game. And it was because in in the general flow of play, you could tell Richmond, they're trying to get the ball, it's going forward, they're going to score. But when they reset, yep. they score a goal and they come back and you've got six, six, six. six yeah. yeah. West Coast get it quick and then they're going to score. Well, I think they only kicked one goal each in the second and third quarters. And I think both of them were from centre squares. Yeah. So, sorry, centre yeah. bounces. Yeah. And so that that's what obviously works against the Tigers with their structure yeah. um, is that six, six, six is not beneficial to them. Um, but made for a great game. And yeah, in general play, you just knew the Tigers, they had it all over them. Yeah. Um, and some of their goals were... To be honest, fucking ugly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Tigers yep, won. Exactly. And, yep. you know, they're running into open goals and, and they were looking for ways to stuff it up. Yeah. Um, thank God for Barras. <laughs> yeah. Because he, he had an absolute shock. He had a brilliant first quarter. And I thought, wow, you know, Rewalt and Lynch can cause problems for anybody. They got McGovern down there. Yep. Now Brass is the second one because uh, Schofield was laid out. Yeah. Um, and Brass did really well in the first quarter. But after that, he made two or three of the worst mistakes you'll see all year. Yeah. Um, the worst of it being the little oh, chip to Lambert. Um, chip to Lambert. Didn't he hand pass it to... Yeah, that was in the final quarter. Yeah, to the goal to square. Lynch, to Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, then fumbled and went, fuck, I've got it. Then, then, then close jumped on him. his head. Close-lined him. I don't understand yeah. how that's the action. I, I don't... I, yeah, I don't understand that at all. <laughs> that was... Oh, no, I fucked up for the fifth time. I yeah, bet, and then I body splash. <laughs> I better fix this. <laughs> or it's like, I can't tackle this cunt if he doesn't have the ball. <laughs> <laughs> fix this. Frog splash! He <laughs> um, <laughs> did yell out, just let go! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he slipped. <laughs> But yeah, um, especially just the the skills. Obviously, was the big factor in in um, the Tigers getting yeah. dominance in general play. Well, and like West Coast, obviously they their skill was um, umpiring. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Got some nice decisions. Yeah. But to be honest, besides the studs up rule, well, um, I'm surprised it wasn't reported for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look, obviously, it's not the reason the rule was brought in, and I'm glad the AFL said, look. The umpires have actually called it correctly, yeah. but we don't want them to call it like that anymore. Yeah. That was Good. correct, but it's a bit of a fuck-up. So and and like, the thing is, like, there are so that. many rules in AFL that if you run them by the letter of the law, that's yeah. not how we run the game. But what I yeah. like is that's essentially AFL going, yeah, we might have fucked this one up. Yeah. Um, but uh, but the umpire on the day did what he's supposed yeah. to do. Yeah. You're like, well, fair that's enough. I can see where he's coming from. But there was and, one where, like, Caddy had a perfect hip and shoulder on the wing. Yeah. And yeah, they yeah. called it downfield. Downfield. You know, like, what? I thought it was... That was beautiful. Yeah, I thought it was a great month, too. Yeah. Um, a little rush of blood on that If they weren't at important times, you wouldn't really give a shit. Yeah. And to be honest, I reckon the rest of the game, they did really, really well. Yeah, they, was, they let the stuff go that should be let go. Exactly, yeah. The, the no calls are really uh, most of what you said. Actually, even yeah. the commentators mentioned that, and I remember uh, seeing it and agreeing. He's going, yeah, no, they've they've let a bit of that incidental sort of yep. contact go. Yeah. Uh, particularly in the wet, because you're always going to get that sort of uh, roughness yeah. in the wet. Yeah, um, it's, it's a different game. And you've got to umpire it accordingly. But with that, part of the thing that I think, the stats won't tell the story, but the tap-ons that Richmond had. Yep. They're, yeah. They're moving sure. forward at all costs. It yep. works so fucking well. And they've done it for years now. Yeah. Um, you know, people, you've got to get on with it. Although, there's a few sockers off the ground, and I thought, guys, you know, that's not going to work. Yeah, when it's three sockers in a row, you're like, all right, bend down and pick the fucker up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's time now. But even tapping out of the air, like, I know Jack had a good one down to Lynch, which was always sealed it up for yep. us. Um, and all around the ground as well, you just have... Or like we've said in previous weeks, their structure is that ingrained. They know where players are based yeah. at all times when their ball's in contest or in, in yeah, yeah and, in dispute. That, that and should be every team, really. It I, should be, yeah. I think if Richmond are the best uh, team in the wet, then Dusty's by far the best player in the wet. Um, he just mm. does not uh, notice it. And he yeah. got caught holding the ball once or twice in this game too. You know, yeah. His fend-offs didn't work. Um, but yeah. he's gone back to the old Dusty. He was well, uh, caught. Yeah. Look, get me Actually, next time. Exactly. On that, his fend-offs haven't been that great this year. No, he's, he hasn't had to. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's had people to hand pass to. Because <laughs> he didn't know how to do that. Um, yeah. But uh, he was by far best on ground in this one. Yeah. And what I was most impressed with, especially with the Tigers, was um, their ability in when the ball's getting turned over, not to use the first option, to stop steady, turn around, and Presti was the best at it. Yeah. Because they're already predicting you're going to hand pass to the runners coming past, and then you just stop and turn around and look, i got space. Yeah. So they weren't rush kicks around the body. They weren't uh, hand pass someone who's under pressure. They were actually thinking their way through a wet weather contest, and Presti was one of the best at doing that, especially since he is that in and under player who gets the ball, and he has to set up with the outside runners. Yep. Uh, I think he hasn't been an unsung hero, but his work can't be understated for setting up our, our running game. Well, he's improved this year, yeah, and that's what you want from your 
um, and I don't mean this as an insult, your mid-range players. Exactly. You know, yep, he's yep. not your top five superstars, no. but you, you get um, you know those six to 15 players. Yep. If they can improve just a little bit, it makes such a massive difference. Yeah, yep. Um, on to the Bulldogs and GWS up there. Now, I did the double on Sunday, and I went to the um, two games, the Richmond game and the Hawthorne game. So my only... Uh, interacting with this game was checking the scores with all the other Hawthorne supporters sitting in the crowd. Um, but uh, all I do know is the dogs ran away with it in the second half. As soon as Toby Green was out, you're like, yeah, they're fucked. It was good seeing Bontempelli get some mongrel about him. Yeah. Like, he was he was seriously pissed off and he was the enforcer wow. in that team. Yeah, but he should be out for a week, to be honest. He should yeah. have been out for a week, but yeah. um, the medical report didn't come in on time. Really? Oh, Fucking convenient that is, isn't it? I didn't know Bulldogs had that sort of money. Yeah, neither do I, I. I think Gil does. Um, that might be it too. They always or, or look, Bet Easy does. You got to look after the uh, the favourites. No, Bet yeah. Easy want him rubbed out. Believe you me. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, they want him taking bets off of uh, McRae or Neil or who else? Neil be the favourite, surely. Well, Neil, um, Elliot Yo, Fife. Um, <laughs> there's still some commentators saying Dusty Martin really despite the fact he got reported in, in round two yep. we'll yep. make it harder although I wouldn't be surprised if the AFL was like oh yeah but come on it was a long while ago wasn't it yeah. <laughs> um, you know a couple of blokes down in Geelong could but uh, Lockie Neal's been my pick since the halfway mark so I'm going to stick with it I'm yep. hard not to I think yeah um, what else about this game because I didn't I literally didn't see a kick so I can't comment uh, Dunkley was like phenomenal yeah. again again like, he's I think you got to mention him in all Australia. He's been fucking amazing. Oh, he has been. I tell you what, if you go from the bye onwards, he, yeah. he's a lock. Yep. Um, and he's, he's only about 12 years old. <laughs> I think it's his yeah. third year. Yep. Because um, it surprised me the other week because um, I was looking at it and I think I mentioned it. He, he actually played in the 2016 grand final yeah. um, for the doggies. So, um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mentioned that last week. I totally forgot about that. Um, but he's been a phenomenal uh, out and out star and getting his own ball and then kicking it forward and then running out forward and kicking yeah. the goal. Um, but this was just too much. Like it, to me, it looked like they were too Bontempelli focused. Like they were trying to beat him up, and it's like, guys, win the fucking footy. Yeah. Then worry about talking smack. Remember um, Brisbane versus Port when they did that to Lockie Neal? Yeah, that's and, right. And yep. got thumped. Yeah. What happened here? Yeah, Basically, up. exactly the same thing. Horrible weekend for Jeremy Cameron. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> sitting in the crowd and he can't play, and Benny Brown kicks ten, a lazy ten. Exactly, and he was given. Like, obviously, some special comments whatnot not when the porter came around. Yeah, those right. comments were, Whatever. fuck. <laughs> yeah, it was basically, oh, shit, I don't know. <laughs> fuck. Um, but Bulldogs, they're looking like the Brisbane of last season. Yeah. Where you finish off strong, go into know. a new season, and you well, really are unpredictable. They are a chance to make finals, and I'll tell you what, if they do, yeah. they'll be a lot right. more dangerous than either SA team yeah. or Essendon. They're odds on to make finals, because they're oh, sitting yeah. eighth at the minute, and they play Adelaide in... Are they really? Is it wow. rat? Yeah, shit. Adelaide need to win... To play and uh, get percentage at win by more than twenty, I think, roughly. Well, it depends on what happens in the other games. Yeah, uh, if they win by less than twenty, Port get in. If they lose, then uh, Bulldogs are in, and they're right. well, they're, they're not winning. Over. So yeah, yeah no, on, Bulldogs Bulldogs win, they're in. Bulldogs lose, then it comes down to percentages. Yeah, right. So Bulldogs are in basically. Uh, I I think so. Shit. Well, I mean, we'll talk about the game later, but they're going to fucking red hot chance Bulldogs. <laughs> yeah. um, and if they get in, like they could worry a few Dude, teams. The worst thing well, that will happen to the Bulldogs is you, a week off. I think that's their plan, though. They they've won the the premiership from seventh. Yeah. What can, what better can you do? The worst thing, eighth eighth. <laughs> the worst thing <laughs> for them. Done. The worst thing for them is having a week off. Like they're going to yeah. momentum. They're crushing it. They do not want that week off. Oh, how fucking great would it be to see a Bulldogs versus Brisbane Grand Final? Incredible. I'm there. Incredible. Because yeah. that would be a fucking terrier of a game. Oh, plus, so, heaps easier tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I might get freebies. Yeah. You, you can get a membership now. You're shooing either team. Um, in the final game, uh, Hawthorne versus the Suns, it was just one big love fest for Ruffy. Yep. Um, it was fantastic to be there. Because- fucking Gunston the cunt. <laughs> Intercepting a mark to Roughhead. Really? I've never seen a player look more disappointed about a forward it 50 mark. <laughs> and I've never seen a player get booed by his own fans. Because <laughs> he did. Absolutely he did. Yeah. Although, he still he didn't feel bad enough to handball off, though. Oh, shit, no. <laughs> no, he couldn't. Roughhead uh, was pissed off, though. He's like, fucking uh, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but uh, it, it's hard to talk about anything else because uh, it's all the focus was. Yeah. Um, because all those happened, really. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, every Gold Coast Suns goal was just like, eh. there was no <laughs> nothing. Yeah, and like, oh, even, oh, they at, did that. Oh. Even at half time, like Ruffy's kicked two goals, and I went, oh shit, what's the score? And we, oh, we're up by fifty. Yeah, 
it just didn't matter. matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it just did yeah. not matter. Um, the uh, it was Chad Wingard played a brilliant game, and he's the one that broke out of the uh, the center square and went right. Where is he? And just kicked it straight to Ruffy. He didn't yeah. even look at anybody else, yeah. and he that's where he got his first contract extension. Um, and what I liked was because obviously. Wingard's first year at Hawthorne, so he hasn't been there through all the times. When Ruffy kicked that first goal, he was the first one there. Yeah. Um, yep. So you can see he's enjoying his footy and his body's right. Well, but, you also uh, know that Roughhead's going to be a coaching position soon, and uh, <laughs> he wants a career. Play, play, your, yeah. play your odds. Whether he's employed or not, he just goes to the random footy field and just coaches people. <laughs> 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 yep. 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 <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Gorilla coaching. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um but geez, he kicked true too. Yeah. Lovely set shots from 45 yeah, out. Snaps around the body. Didn't give a fuck. That last one. Yeah. How brilliant was that? Amazing. Um, the snap around the corner and then he gets to run and uh, throw his arms out. Yeah. Um, I, I, he has come out and said today that uh, fuck going to Perth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck that I like shit. that. He's like, oh, nah, fuck it. He's uh, right. This is Lewis's weekend. It would not surprise me if he's down in Tassie. Like he yeah. won't even be watching the Hawthorne game. He'd be down in Tassie. Yeah. Um, watching uh, Jordan Lewis finish off his game. Yeah. Um, Geordie uh, interviewed him after the game as well. So I imagine they might throw a microphone over to Ruffy. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, nice little touch. So I'd be really interested in how Ruffy calls a game. Oh, yeah, good kick in it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, would, I don't think you need to be an expert commentator to make the crowd enjoy the game. Yeah. Just be a fan of the game. Yeah. And not a fan of your own call of the game, like yeah. BT can be sometimes. Gilbert McAdam's really good like that. <laughs> I fucking love Gilbert McAdam. Yeah. I think he's brilliant at it. Because he's the, just, he's the bloke in the outer who just loves his footy. Loves his footy. And, uh, Is this still a rough-headed impersonation? No. No, no. no. Gilbert McAdam, I'm saying. All oh, right. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, I'm listening to the West Coast Eagles and Richmond game, Tony Armstrong. Is his first commentary right. uh, for oh, yeah, Triple yeah. M, yeah. and they made a bit of hoopla about it because he's an indigenous lad. You know, he's only been commentating for one or two years. Yeah. Um, really good um, because he did nothing wrong, yeah. and he didn't talk about you know what he did out in the car park and back yeah. in the day and all that. He just called the footy, and I'm like, "Yep, mate, yeah. you got my vote." Exactly. Anyway, there you go. Well, I love the commentator knows when to shut the fuck up. Yeah, and yeah. just just talk about the footy. Exactly. Mate. It's all, all I care not, about. Not to talk about is anything. the footy. I'm yeah. waiting until they make an Alexa app or something that'll do it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I'm just waiting until we get good enough internet where we can commentate in real time on YouTube or something. Um, the other funny thing about this game... three quarters were pissed. The, the Dude, other, that's when it gets interesting. <laughs> the only other funny thing about this game was uh, Big Boy, McAvoy, yep. who played centre-half back for the entire day. Because fuck it, why not? Of course, yeah. Why wouldn't you? I mean, yeah. you can tell that they're really taking the piss and how bad Gold Coast are travelling when you've got your number one ruckman and you're going, nah, play backs, mate. It yeah. isn't, I think Wits is up for contract renewal, so uh, Big Boy's looked after him. Yeah, and just, just said, not, not rucked. Said, look, uh, you take on Segs. Um, yeah. You probably have a, a bit of a touch up, but get, get your three year deal and uh, good luck. Just bring your entire back line up to half back, and that, that's where it stops. You know what <laughs> just, I mean? Yeah. You still got some buffer zone before they score. I'd love did, to see that. I did a lot uh, of that. Morning, honest. guys, 666. No, fuck it. We'll take the free kick. They <laughs> say Hawthorne won by 70 and didn't play well. Yep. Um, but it wasn't about that. It was all about Ruffy. All right. On to let's do a quick roundup for well, round 23. The thing I like about round 23, every game is live in some way. Except for Saint Swans, <laughs> mm. yeah. Well, the, that's why they could have something for that. But uh, we'll start with Collingwood and Essendon on Friday well, night at the G. Essendon need to win uh, to, you know, no, make sure they're they're secure in finals. They can't drop out. The lowest they can finish is eighth, I think. Yeah, but right. they they want to try and boost up a bit. Yeah, I you, think they can finish as high as fourth. You want to go into finals on women, yeah. winning form. Plus, no and, one, no one knows what Essendon wants. Don't pretend. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, also I think. Uh, Collingwood. Collingwood can drop out of the top four if they lose. Yeah, they're already out. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. fifth at the minute. Yeah, if they win, they're a chance to be in the top four. Yeah, yeah. so the game's live there, and it's um, a tough call. It is. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna say Collingwood. But- See, I, I don't pick either of these teams during the season, so I'm gonna pick Essendon because it benefits Tigers most. There it are. There it <laughs> are. See, I think Collingwood just because Pendlebury's in form again, and when he's in form, they tend to look fucking good. Yeah, they do look good. Uh, the Swans in St Kilda. Now, the one thing that could be watching this game, there's a lot of farewells um, for the Swannies. Right. Um, and it is good that Dan Hanabry's going to be up there and playing, so yeah. he gets to be on the same field. And if Buddy wants to play, it's his 300th. And Saints yeah. don't want to win, so I think that seals it. Saints I mean, don't care. Well, Ratton wants to win. Yeah, but Saints don't. Do you think yeah. uh, they don't really? A bit cheeky for Rossi Lyon to be in the crowd. <laughs> I think it's a bit cheeky for him be in the coach's box. <laughs> Brad, Brad looks over me. See, I'm, I'm picking the Swans just oh, based on all that. Yeah, it's got to be the Swans. At, at the G, yeah. SCG, right? SCG, yeah. Uh, North and Melbourne down at Ballarat. So what's in for this game then? Coleman. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely um, it is. Yeah. Brown's uh, up on 
Cameron That's by cool. four. Three or four, yeah. Um, and he's up on Tom Lynch by nine. Yeah. So you have to say, he, he's got Lynch covered. I, I think so. We're playing uh, Brisbane, so yeah. 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 Um, but Cameron, and they're playing Gold Coast. If Cameron plays. But Cameron on one leg uh, can kick five against Gold Coast. Yes, yes yeah. he can, very yeah. easily. But GWS, uh, do you risk him thinking if he pulls up stiff... You're in yeah, trouble finals. He's not going to play finals, yeah. Um, I, I reckon they're going to leave him in the stands. I, it's a tough call. Like, if you're full forward, you're not playing to win a Coleman, but you fucking like him. You yeah. like him. And yeah. at the same time, though, you're playing Gold Coast, so you don't yeah. need him. Yeah, but also, you're playing Gold Coast, you don't need to go flat out to kick a, a bag either. Yeah. So, well, I mean, Ravi kicked six last week. Um, um, but yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if... And was uh, blowing up. If this sort of determined, because it's a, a day game, North v Melbourne, and if Brown kicks five, you'd be like, oh, Jezza, just, you know, don't worry. Two in the rack, mate. Yeah. You're, not, you're not kicking 15. <laughs> let's, let's not fuck about. Um, it, they might even have it in there. It's like, all right, if uh, if you need to kick less than seven, yeah. we'll give you a run. But, uh, if it's more than seven, you, you well, hit the pine, mate. Uh, let's be honest, though, a fully fit Cameron against the Gold Coast. He could kick 15. Yep. <laughs> yep. A fully fit Cameron, yes. Yes, he could. Yeah. Anyway, uh, are North are going to do the do the deal against oh, Melbourne? Look, probably. I, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but it'll be a fucking belting. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Jordy Lewis's last game. Uh, Geelong and Carlton at Goomba. Oh, Geelong just, I mean, they're probably going to win. Yeah. Need percentage yep. to finish second. Uh, yeah, or, or potentially first. If... They've got percentage, yeah. but it comes down to uh, the minor premiership is out of their hands, really. Yeah, Brisbane need to lose. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it. I think they've got a 12% gap. Yeah. So they've so, got a fair bit of gap. But uh, the X percentage doesn't hurt. No. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think they've got this one covered. Um, Daisy's last game as well. Uh, Gold Coast and the Giants. Well, I think we've pretty much already talked about that one. Yep. Yeah. I mean, um, Cameron's, Giants. Cameron's the aspect. That yeah. The, if, um, if he plays. The problematic part, though, is all the talk is about uh, Patton, who's saying, no, not playing this year, which is fucking wild. I think so, too. For a team still in finals. Yeah. Like, yeah. Play, I want footy. He's... He's leaving the club. Like you, you can't say I'm not playing when a club's in finals and you're going to stay at the club. It's just well, not going to fucking happen. I'm going to say I think he's already done some of his Hawthorne team photos. <laughs> yeah, you know? uh, he's got the merch ready. Um, but with that, like he's like, I don't want to fly um, uh, to Gold Coast. To Gold Coast, which That's is a terrible place, you know, isn't it? Hate yeah. the sun. <laughs> hate hate just, the girls. I think he'd drive there in an hour and a half. Yeah. But, uh, you know, whatever. But on the odd chance that. Uh, GWS win their first week of final, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Managed to get through to grand final, and he's like, "I'm fit now, guys. You're like, uh, fuck off. You can fuck off." No. Yeah. Um, no. But if you're a player and you you make that call, it's just fucking wild. Yeah, I don't know if the reports are true or not, but if they are, and it, by all accounts, it sounds like they are. Like, I think it is kind of poor. Yeah. Um. You know, they're saying, "Oh, yeah," but he, he doesn't trust the fitness staff and the the medicos, and he doesn't want to ruin himself before a trade. I'm like. You're a fucking footballer, mate. Yep, this is what you're getting paid to do. This is what you're yeah, paid you're to do. And that's, that's my view on it. Even yeah. though it looks like my club could benefit from it. Yeah, and yeah, play your footy. You don't want someone like that in club. Exactly. And, and yeah. the trainers aren't the ones getting him injured. No. Right. They no, might he, make him longer recovery, but they're not getting him injured. He's, he's done, doing that himself. He's done ACLs. It's not like yeah. a soft tissue that you go, yeah. you know what, your training loads are too heavy yeah. or something like that. They're ACLs. Yeah. So I hope it's not true, um, those rumours. But um, if they are... I, yeah, I do think it is a little. It's a little cross. Yeah, I I think it's piss poor. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, Giants are easy. Um, yeah. Eagles are hosting Hawthorne. Um, I do like this match too because Eagles could finish uh, with a minor premiership. With I a think Hawthorne is still win. a math chance, are they? Uh, Hawthorne win and Bulldogs lose, they're likely to go in. Yeah. Um, then it comes down to percentages again. Yeah, so there is something to play for this game too, which is going to be fucking fantastic. Let's face it, Hawthorne's not winning. Well, I'm, I'm putting money on it. Well, your full forward kick six last week and you drop him, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, fuck, they're not playing for this team anymore. I, I mean, don't care if they play finals. I am tipping Hawthorne because I am five behind. <laughs> but West Coast in a canter. Yeah, yeah, I think West Coast no one. It absolutely should be. Especially after they lost last week. Um, Bulldogs are going to take Adelaide down the highway to... Mars, Bend- apparently. Bendigo. Yeah. Right. Speaking yeah. of in a canter, this yeah. should be a fucking schmozzle. Oh, it, it could get ugly. Yeah. yeah I it mean, could it, get very ugly. It should, especially because Adelaide are used to the nicely curated Adelaide Oval. Yeah. Uh, Western Bulldogs are used to playing the street. <laughs> so <laughs> they're going to be... It'll be shit weather because it's Bendigo. Yeah. Is it yeah. Ballarat? 
No, Ballarat. I have no idea. Yeah, Mars. It says Mars. Ballarat. I'm pretty sure it's Ballarat. Taking on yeah, face I value. I think it is Ballarat. Um, yeah, Bendigo doesn't need the money for no, stadiums. No. They have sponsorships. I'm it. hoping this is worse than uh, both North Melbourne and uh, where the fuck else scored fuck all. Essendon, that's right. How do we get that uh, put together? Yeah, uh, they could do it too. And also Adelaide are dealing with a bit of an exodus themselves. Uh, <laughs> Josh Jenkins apparently is uh, vying with John Patton's role at Hawthorne. Um <laughs> To be fair, he got dropped first, though, three or four <laughs> yeah. times. Do you think he's just in line there and they're both waiting to speak to Kako? And they're like, oh, is he first? You can't. Yeah, I was going to um, say, there's only one of them. You, you can't have them both. Well, I mean, you can. You'll probably get fucking discount. Silly. silly. Um, and also, one of the Cratch brothers is looking at leaving or some shit. I don't know. Allegedly, yeah. Um, Lots of whispers coming out of uh, Adelaide. Yeah, ever since Jenkins <laughs> decided he was free. So, Bulldogs easy? Yeah. Uh, Tigers and the Lions at the MCG, and by far the match of the round. Oh, I love this one. Could yeah. be match of the season already. Have you checked the weather forecast? 6% afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I think if there's a team that can um, combat Richmond's game in the wet, it's Brisbane. They yeah, they look they can. brutal in that sort of aspect. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, uh, Grimes on Cameron is a great matchup. Um, great, yeah. When he went down in the West mm-hmm. Coast game, we thought, nah, that's it for the Tigers. You know, they've it didn't managed look good that lady. No, no, it looked horrible. Um, and I thought, you know, they lost Rance and they found a way to work around it. They can't lose Grimes yeah. as well. No, he came back and his first kick was just a standard, you know, switching yeah. kick to nowhere. Yep. He got the biggest cheer of the day. Absolutely. Stephen Martin on Soldo would be interesting too. Oh, I think Soto's had a good couple of weeks. He has. Stephen Martin's so a big Marilyn fan. Yeah, Malboy Chow. Um, he's interesting. covering the ground really, yeah. really well. Yeah. Um, and he's a decent field kick as well. Yeah. Where's, he's one year. a couple of goals here and there. Where's Chow actually from? I remember I seeing the... No um, I know it's the, one of the South African yeah. countries or whatever. Yeah. But um, we're seeing just an explosion of... Uh, you know, th- those lads coming on now. And, yeah. Geez, they added the game. The next generation, mate. They're yep. all going to be playing juniors. So. Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think Magic Door's got 17 kids, so you're fucking sorted there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nah, all right. <laughs> um, Some of my choice. Yep. Uh, Tigers. Yeah, I'm yeah. Going, obviously I'm going to Tigers. Uh, no, I'm on Brisbane. I think Brisbane will do it. Um, and finally, Port Adelaide versus the Dockers. Uh, Port can make the eight, but... By the time this game starts, they'll know if, if it's impossible. Yeah, I, or yeah. not. I had this live because I said loser would lose their co- uh, coaching job. Um, could be both. Could be both. Well, I yep. mean, obviously... Uh, and if Hinkley does make finals, his contract says he's fucked. No, he, he's, he has to make finals this year or next. Yeah, let's be honest. Uh, he, he's probably not feeling very fucking secure right now. They might just pull the trigger early on it. But uh, yeah, no. I agree. He will not be feeling secure at all. Yeah, so- and uh, all Port Adelaide's bad games this year have been at home except for yeah. last week yeah. Yeah. I, I wish it happened last week though because that means or the next day or two because I reckon that means Koshy you'd have to coach the team because if, <laughs> if you're one of the other coaches like nah I ain't fucking taking on this fuck that well imagine if Michael Voss is the one that steps up and he goes mate you've already told me that I'm an idiot for going up and talking to Carlton now you want me to coach fuck you <laughs> it'd be lovely I'll fucking do it um, having said that I, I think Port have got to win this one don't they I think so yeah uh, yep. new coach at Freo uh, David Hale. David Hale, yeah. Really? Sack a coach, win a game. Yeah, I think a third of the teams Not now... Not as Frio, though. <laughs> I think the rules don't apply to them. I think a third of the teams now are coached by ex-North players. Yeah. Go close. Yeah, well, A lot got, of them are ex-Clarko um, assistants. So There's a bit yeah. of crossover there. I mean, there, there Clarko, Clarko being one. Uh, Simpson. Simpson, Longmire, Teague. Um, four, uh, Hale. Was, I think that no, probably Hale. stops there. Sorry, Bell in there anyway, because he's Bell. Peter <laughs> Bell. Fuck it. He's the one really running the show anyway. Yeah. Um, all right. I think that'll do us for this week. Yep. Yeah. Run with that. Yeah. Bye. Peace. Bye. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.